0: Good afternoon. Welcome to a Tuesday afternoon edition of Bill Allen's Facebook studies. Glad to have you joining in and glad I'm feeling a little better. I think a little better each day. Today is a better day than I've had in uh, over a week. So I appreciate everyone thinking of me. I do believe that I am on the mend, and that's anyway the hope. So that'll be really, really good. Uh, Glad to have you joining in. We missed it last week because I was feeling really, really bad, and now I'm feeling only moderately too good, so that's a big step up for me, big step up for me. A lot of folks are sick this time of year. Uh, We've heard a lot of coughing and sneezing and meetings and church services and all of that, so be safe and take care of yourself and those around you, and hopefully uh, we'll get through this cold and flu season as well. I'm glad to have you joining in today because we're talking about faith Um, and I know this goes without saying but faith is not sight we forget that sometimes we think that there should be no question about faith but that's what faith is faith is something that you believe in and it's evidence of things not seen and assurance of those things according to Hebrews 11 but also according to Hebrews 11 uh, without faith it is impossible to please God because the person who is pleasing to God verse 6 goes on to say from Hebrews 11 is the one who believes that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him in other words you have to believe that God exists and you have to believe that he keeps his promises and I think that includes believing in the Bible as the Word of God. So, what what exactly does this faith look like uh, for Christians? Sometimes we feel like, oh wow, well, I now that I'm a Christian, all my all my worries are gone, all my cares are gone, everything's going to be great in my life. I remember when I was baptized at Lackland Terrace Church of Christ in March of 1972, which was March of my senior year in high school at South San Antonio High School. Uh, I remember that was on a Sunday night, and I went to school the next day, uh, my ninth grade year, and I really was surprised that no one came up to me and said, "Bill, what's what's up? You look so different. You look, you there's this aura about you. I don't know what I was expecting, but it didn't look any different from the outside. And uh, I think that sometimes we think that if I just have faith that that's the way it's going to be everything is just going to be shielded all the bad stuff away from me uh, and it will only be uh, great things and experiences every day and that's that's certainly not the impression you get from reading the bible even just a little bit Uh, whether it's in the old testament with the people of god such as abraham isaac and jacob and all the other great heroes of faith king david uh, ruth a wonderful hero esther all of those stories Uh, filled with difficulties and struggles, but victories. In the New Testament, you look at the first century church and you look at the life of Christ and we're reminded, you know, uh, there's a, there's a a lot of difficulty that goes with the life and journey of faith. And I think that's why faith is needed because um, faith comes from a place where things aren't going exactly like maybe you would like them to and so you believe, you believe. As you've heard me say many times if you follow these uh, uh, studies or if you've been to our church at West Irwin Church of Christ in Tyler, Texas I've come to believe two things about God. I believe that He exists and I believe that I'm not Him. And if He exists and it's not me then that means I'm not always going to understand or agree with how that God is acting so let's look at faith and in the context of the trial of faith uh, using a couple of chapters readings from this past week uh, from Oswald Chambers wonderful daily devotional book my utmost for his highest he says faith in active opposition to common sense is mistaken enthusiasm and narrow-mindedness And common sense in opposition to faith demonstrates a mistaken reliance on reason as the basis for truth. Well, well, that was a lot of gobbledygook, Bill, and I agree it was. But he's talking about faith and common sense. And he's saying that they're not mutually exclusive, but you can't have all one and not the other. I tell our kids in our church, you don't check your brain at the door simply because you have confessed that Jesus Christ is Lord. He gave us that brain to continue to be used and faith. Yes, is still faith, but faith. It's a credible faith. It's not based on nothing. I know that's a double negative. Sorry, all you English teachers out there, but faith is based on something. It's credible. There's a a great reason to believe, but it's still belief. It's still faith. Ultimately, you have to believe that God exists because you can't know for sure. We have that blessed assurance. But it only is there because of that credible faith that we have latched onto. Uh, the life of faith, Chambers writes, brings those two into the right balance and the right relationship. Uh, talking about um, common sense and um, a biblical faith, <clears throat> they are not opposed to each other, but they one is not. They're they're different. They're not the same. Um, and he writes faith must be tested and tried before it becomes real in your life uh, One of the most well-known passages in scriptures and oft-quoted sometimes not correctly quoted Romans eight twenty-eight. we know that God works all things together for the good of those who love him who are the called according to his purpose Well, that doesn't say that God only allows good things to happen to his people <laughs> It says God works. God is the subject of God works all things, all things is not the subject, all things is the object. God works all things together for good to those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And that means that some of those all things aren't good things, but God works them for good in accomplishing His purpose and His mission, not only overall, but His mission and His purpose for us. Um, The purpose of God is to make that faith real in his children uh, to help us to go along. Be careful if you pray for a stronger faith, because I can tell you sometimes that comes with great difficulty. Uh, And I think our friend, brother Job in the old Testament learned that his faith had kind of hit up to a spot where it was more about faith and what he understood uh, God to be and how he understood God to act. And so his faith was more in his understanding of God, rather than in the true God himself. And when all of that went away, it was a big struggle for him, but he never let go. He never gave up, and he continued to address God in an honest way. um, And ultimately repented in dust and ashes, after God questioned him on two different uh, massive uh, occasions. But uh, Job was commended because he was an honest struggler. He was an honest searcher for God. He didn't just discount and deny all the difficulties that faith brought. Um, Faith is a tremendously active principle that always puts Christ first. Um, We seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, as that great song Seek Ye First says, taken directly from Matthew 6:33 in the sermon on the mount but to turn our intellectual faith into a real personal faith that's a that's a chore it takes more than just a, a logical intellectual understanding and assent but that's where it starts faith comes by hearing the message of Christ Romans 10:17 in the familiar old uh, old King James translation faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Without that word of God, we we don't know what to believe. We believe there's someone out there that's greater than we are and is worthy of our worship, and we could all do that whether we've ever heard of Jesus or not, but that's as far as it goes. And so that word of God in us teaches us to trust in that God who gave his one and only son. Um, And so we, We consider all these things that faith brings and it seeks to put us in a right relationship with God and what that means is we put God on the throne in our hearts and not ourselves. That's what faith does. If my faith is in myself, then I'm on the throne. My faith is in my understanding. If my faith is um, in anything other than God himself, it's not going to get me through the toughest of times and that's what Job learned. That's what the disciples learned of Jesus' day. They had faith but they their faith was not as much in Jesus that they had spent so much time with as much as it was in their understanding of what the Messiah should be and, and that he was that Messiah. But he wasn't that Messiah. He was the Messiah, the Savior that the Old Testament talked about, the one who uh, took upon our burdens and our um, beatings and our stripes and even our death uh, that's the one that they didn't understand until after the resurrection and after being given the Holy Spirit Uh, we don't earn anything through faith, it just helps us to put things in perspective specifically God, number one Uh, God frequently uh, this is a great quote from Oswald Chambers, God frequently has to knock the bottom out of your experience as his saint to get you in direct contact with himself. Do you believe that? Probably most of you who are watching or listening to this message believe that because you've experienced it. You know from your own personal experience and your own life of faith that simply because you're a believer in Jesus Christ doesn't mean that the bottom doesn't occasionally get knocked out from under you. The rug pulled out. That solid footing that you thought you had is gone. That's what happened to Job because his solid footing was based in something that wasn't solid. He was like the one that Jesus describes in Matthew 7, the foolish man who built his house on the sand. Why? Because he heard the words of Jesus but didn't do them. That's who that represents. Well, Job didn't have his faith in the God who was far greater than his own understanding, but he learned that. But he learned that by the bottom being dropped out of his experience. Um, And then this next quote, God wants you to understand that it is a life of faith, not a life of emotional enjoyment of his blessings. That is a, oh, I hate that quote, and I love that quote. Isn't it true? Sometimes we think that the, the life of faith doesn't include trials at all. All the life of faith is, is emotional enjoyment of God's blessings 24 7. And that's not it at all. You know, when Paul writes in Philippians 4, rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. He's incarcerated. He's under house arrest in Rome, the capital of the empire, waiting to be uh, for his hearing in front of the emperor, Caesar, who will do a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And it's and it's Paul's head that is literally on the chopping block and in that case he was released as best we can tell Luke doesn't tell us that he doesn't have a chapter 29 in Acts we would have liked that but history tells us he was but later on he was appeared before Nero again and this time uh, he was killed for his faith but that's what that's, that's not a, a 24-7 emotional enjoyment of his blessings, and yet at the same time, it's a 24-7 sense of peace and joy underlying all the difficulties that we might be going through. It doesn't deny the difficult circumstances, but it simply entrusts them to God. That's faith. That's when faith is really faith. Anybody can believe when everything's going well, when the doctor says the report is, is favorable, when the bank account looks good, when the job promotion comes through, when that one that you have fallen in love with says they love you back. <laughs> um, all of those things are great and wonderful and we love to experience them, but they're not guaranteed and they don't always happen. And if that's what our faith is based on, that's not really faith. Faith says that even when the news isn't good, I will still trust in the Lord. And that doesn't mean a blind trust, but that's biblical faith. Biblical faith is credible. Biblical faith says, you know, the God who got all of those people throughout Scripture through the trials that they experienced is the same God that I have, and that God will see me through the trials I'm experiencing even today. 2 Corinthians 5 speaks about that time when our bodies will be changed and we'll be in our eternal body and we'll be there in the presence of the Lord forever. But it also affirms that that's that's, that's not where we are right now. Right now, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says we walk by faith, not by sight. 1 John says one day we will be like him because we will see him as he is. But that's not today. It's faith. We're walking by faith today, not by sight. One day it will be sight. But today, it's still faith. And that's okay. Faith by its very nature must be tested and tried. You know, we sing that old hymn sometimes. Tempted and tried, we're off late to wonder why it should be thus all the day long. Well, that's spoken from a heart of suffering. Someone who is a strong believer, who has great faith, but is looking around and saying, I kind of wonder about this, God. How come it has to be like this? And we understand that. In our world today, it's a very difficult world. There are people who are strong believers whose lives and whose faith are uh, threatened by those who would uh, seek to justify themselves and achieve power uh, for themselves, uh, whatever the ethical cost might be, and that's wrong. It's wrong. And how do we get through that? Well, we get through that by faith. Not a blind faith. It's not a faith that denies the difficulties that we face or the evil that is around us. We we must acknowledge that. But what we also acknowledge is that the one in whom we trust, the one in whom our faith is based, the one true and living creator, God, is greater. Um, it's... Seeing God's character uh, over and over again is trustworthy, and that's why we can believe. It's why we can, even in the midst of difficulty, still have faith. Again, it's not a blind faith. It's not a faith that denies reality, doesn't deny the difficulties of today, and every generation has had difficulties. You look back through the pages of history, and yeah, things are tough now, but it's not the first time. That God's people have been threatened. And we pray that God will come through and deliver. And we pray, I pray, that his will would be done. Because I don't know sometimes what that is. But I know he does. And I know nothing that's going on today is a surprise to him. And nothing going on in your life today, my friend, is surprises him. It doesn't catch him off guard. He knows exactly what it is. And if you're suffering today and you're asking the same questions that Job asked or that that songwriter ask uh, farther along that's the name of that great hymn maybe you're asking that too and the answer is the same Uh, farther along we'll know all about it farther along we'll understand why Uh, and that may not even be in this life there's no guarantee that we'll get those answers in this life but what we do know is that he is there and we have his presence through the Holy Spirit Um, Don't confuse the trial of faith um, with uh, the difficulties of maintaining that relationship with God. It's a test, but it's meant in God's way and his mission. Satan has his own purpose to turn us away from each other and from from God, but God's purpose can be worked out through that by deepening our faith and our trust in the God who will be there who has promised to be there, and who has proven to be reliable and trustworthy. Uh, The highest and the greatest expression of faith, uh, Chambers writes in the end of this chapter, comes from Job himself. In Job chapter 13, verse 15, when he says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. And I think that's why Job was commended. He didn't understand at all why God was doing what he was doing. But what he did know is that he was going to hold on to his faith and that maybe one day, maybe one day, uh, he would get that response from the Redeemer that he longed to see. My dear friend, I pray that your faith will be in the God that you may not understand, that you may not be able to explain because it's a God that's greater than you are, greater than I am. Uh, Believe in God also believe that you're not him. And so your faith is in one far, far greater than you. And that's our faith today. And as we go through those trials, uh, that's what we do, we go we go through them, but we don't go through them alone. We go through them with the presence of Jesus Christ who went through them all first. I pray that that Jesus will be made, very much make himself known to you, that the presence of the Holy Spirit will help you And that you will turn to his word, the Bible, for that strength and that guidance that will see you through. God bless. I will see you on Thursday.